Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Football's Finest Podcast. I'm with Nick and Brandon and this is the last episode before we do our draft that is based on this podcast. Today we're going to be doing a mock draft for our last episode before the draft. Enjoy. The 2022 Detroit Lions will be the team that can and will. And steps into it, passes, caught, digs, sideline, touchdown, unbelievable, Vikings win it. Goff going deep, wide open, touchdown, Jamison Williams. Welcome back in. Yo, yo, can we please add a Justin Herbert touchdown in that intro, please? Yeah, I can make that happen. We should add okay. Jefferson's catch last year, the fourth and fifty-seven. Yeah, no way. against Buffalo. That's that no. was yeah. Or the or the Josh Allen fumble on the one yard line. I just I, I just included really epic calls, except for the I'm, I'm a homer because I threw the JMO touchdown in there. But yeah, you know, so. that, hey, the, that man, the, that's his only catch. Yeah. Or the uh, 65 to 30. Oh, just kidding. Whatever. Just kidding. Whatever. <laughs> Welcome back in. We are the Fantasy Football's Finest podcast. Brandon, Nick, and Zach. We are here with a mock draft episode before our real pay league draft this Sunday. Let's freaking go. Uh, it's this Sunday, boys. We're only like four full days away. How are we feeling? Are we ready? Ready Not- to snag a ring. Yeah. Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready to first year come in. Come in the league and win it all in front of all okay. of you. I am actually, when I draft last in a league, I'm two for two. So I'm hoping to make that three for three. Nice. Well, I like the blind optimism from our new people. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so, yeah, I'm excited. I can't mm-hmm. wait. I actually just called B-dubs today and confirmed everything. Because, uh, again, if you if you don't know, we drafted Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh, shout out. It's not a sponsor, but love that. In, not a sponsor, uh, but we're hoping it is one day. Yeah, yep, maybe one day. So, uh, so. We are going to do a mock draft today. Uh, we're on Sleeper. Our draft is on ESPN, but I just feel like Sleeper gives the best experience uh, setting up a mock draft. Uh, I think it's really cool. So, again, not a sponsor, but check them out. Um, and we will be going over what spots we're in. Um, got two of us back-to-back next to each other, so maybe some some fun uh, sniping going on. So. Um, but yeah, so I do want to say a couple things though, before we get into it, uh, if you are new to the show, check us out on Apple podcasts and Spotify and on Facebook. Um, but our, our audio is on Apple podcasts and Spotify, Facebook. We just have the page that, um, we try to, you know, throw some updates about real NFL players and stuff when it happens and fantasy updates and stuff like that. Um, but we really appreciate everyone that listens to the show. I did see that. Uh, the first mock draft episode we did, I put a, a vote poll up on people to, you know, obviously say who drafted the best team. 
we had an answer from somebody uh and it was actually chase so chase thank you for shout out to my buddy chase shout out to chase yep so thank you for voting um did he tell you who he voted for yeah who did he vote for nick he voted for he voted for nick of Wait, course. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> oh. sorry. I had a <laughs> microphone issue. Um, I did he vote for me? He didn't yep, tell me. He voted for you. Yep. Okay. So naturally, you, I deleted his. I deleted his voice, his <laughs> yeah. uh, comment, and his vote, and uh, he's going to get you over. You just got blocked gonna, now. He's going to get a chance <laughs> to rectify his his vote. So. <laughs> okay. Give it r- round two, Chase. Vote for me. <laughs> so I just want him to be honest. You know, obviously, I could tell he was lying. He was probably nervous when he typed it in. It's fine. It's. It is what it is, but so. yeah, he's the one that has to see Nick every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick, yeah, we stop. we only we only work two days a week together, stop but I, I made an impression on him. Stop threatening him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, but yes, I wanted to to say thank you. So, uh, if anyone out here uh, listens and you have other people that you play fantasy football with, please send them our show. Um, you know, I know it's not like we're not being paid to do this, but we enjoy it. And I feel like we give you pretty good content and uh, we would always like for the, the community to interact. You can comment on our episodes, yada, yada, this, that I'm ready to get into this, uh, this mock draft in a second. Um, I do want to go over a couple fantasy news or I mean, NFL news real quick too, because we got some injuries out there that I think are noteworthy. And then I want to talk about Jonathan Taylor for a second. So, uh, real quick, TJ Hawkinson missed practice today with a lower back stiffness. Um, it's day to day. So, I mean, I've seen who, who is a prime athlete that we, that we know of boys that has lower back stiffness all the time that never plays. You got a guess for me? Just a, just an athlete in general. Um, like overall in sports. Yep. Anthony Davis. Hmm. Okay, I'm I'm thinking of one particular person that has said that they have lower back stiffness a lot. Zach would probably know it. It's the sport he he pays more attention to. Basketball. Uh, I'm not too sure. I, probably choir. Paul George, right? All right, you ready? I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking Ben Simmons here. Oh yeah, <laughs> so, that, that dude's whole body's injured. I was gonna say, I think he's just using that as a reason not yeah, to play, though. Right. Well, I mean, if I was Hawkinson and I was on the Vikings, I'd probably do the same thing. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so Hawkinson's gonna eat this year regardless. <laughs> Take away his spine, he's still gonna get ten toes. Yeah. No, I just thought it was. I just had to mess with you, but yeah, he is having stiffness, so hopefully he will uh, pause. He will. Uh, he will be okay. Um, and then Mark Andrews is dealing with an injury that is quote unquote, not serious. Um, it doesn't really say what the in- the injury is, but it does say it's minor and he will probably have to be uh, forced to sit out for a few days in a row. So if he doesn't suit up for this final preseason game, I'd probably see, see that as more precautionary by Baltimore. Um, but those are two top tier tight ends for fantasy. So hopefully, and luckily it looks, looks not serious for either one. So we should be okay. Um, we'll talk about Jonathan Taylor real quick. So he has been given permission and a timeline of a week to find a trade. So I read today that there are six teams that have reached out and made a serious offer. One of them being Miami, uh, from what I've read again, I don't think that's a great fit based on how they're going to run their offense, but what, Let's let's say this. Let's say he doesn't find a trade partner. Right now he's on the pup list. 
if they keep him on the pup list to begin the season, he's he has to set out the first four games. So the fact that he can look for a trade, are you guys still not high on drafting him right now? Or, I mean, do you feel a little more comfortable that they've, they're kind of leaning towards working with a trade partner? I'd still be high on drafting him. I mean, four games, yeah, you'd have to go compensate and pick up somebody late for, like, a running back late, which is totally you'd fine. You'd have to snag, like, an A.J. Dillon maybe if you yeah, just totally. as a – Totally fine. I'd still have Jonathan Taylor. My opinion on that is I do feel like the Chiefs should maybe go after him. Okay. I feel like the Chiefs would be – I feel like him on the Chiefs, that team would be good. I feel like the Chiefs would be a good fit for him. Dude, the Chiefs can fit anybody. That's they what really I'm saying. Can. Like They can fit anybody they're not, into that they're not a. They're not a totally like a, a run team. But you add like a Jonathan Taylor to that, and it's such a double threat that – not a lot of defense can probably stop that. See, I know they just signed um, Damian Harris, but I was thinking Buffalo was a really good fit for him too. Yeah, I've read. Uh, so I've heard Buffalo. That would be scary hour. Um, yeah. I I am of the mindset. There's two teams that that I think could really like make a splash for him. One of them being the Carolina Panthers. I think I, I've either mentioned it here on the show or somewhere else before, but they have a really good offensive line. Why wouldn't you want to give Bryce Young um, one of the best running backs in the league? Sorry, not to shade, you know, Miles Sanders, but he's not Jonathan Taylor. Let's just say that. Um, easy. And then second, yeah, easy. He's easily not exactly. So, secondly, <laughs> this, Come on, team, man. this team scares <laughs> Do my me. guy dirty like that. <laughs> this team scares me. If the Chicago Bears were to get him with all their cap space, I would be so mad because the Lions actually have the most cap space among all the teams right now. They have roughly $20 million right now. Uh, not that I think they'll trade for him, but if they did, I, I would say Super Bowl, like, no problem. But if the Bears get him, I'll be extra mad because I don't want him to come to my division unless it's my team, you know? Well, I was... I'm glad that you said that because I thought about this last night when he when there was word that he was going to possibly be traded. If David Montgomery did not exist, I think he fits into the Lions offense like a glove. Oh, yeah. Exactly what they – I mean, that is a Dan Campbell player right there. He really is. Yeah, it's all about – like, so the Lions franchise has always valued running backs as far as, like, they have a historically great one in Barry Sanders. They had Billy Sims before that. Um, I mean, obviously like up until, up until Deandre Swift, we didn't really have much of like one of the more talented running backs, um, you know, other than Reggie Bush when he was like in his late, I was going to say before Swift, it was the last thousand yard rusher was Reggie Bush. Uh, and then I thought, well, didn't Drake Bell get close? Didn't Drake Bell get close? He got got close. He didn't do it though. Okay. Very close. Gotcha. Um, but I'm saying like of all the teams that, cause the running back position is, is devalued. We've talked about that and everyone knows it, but I'm saying like, you still have to pay him. You're not just going to trade for him to have the same issue. You are trading for him with the intent of paying him what he wants. And I, I could see the lions doing that, but I also could see them not because they have a decision for their quarterback. They have to pay him or not. And then you have like Penny Sewell coming up and, Amon Ross St. Brown coming up. You have a, you know, you have a, one of the best offensive lines in the country in the, in the league, and you have to be able to, to pay them as well. So I, I gotta, you know, I'm going to lean towards, they won't be in the play, but 
I just hope he doesn't come to our division because that would suck. So, well, I, not that this was just a fake article, not a fake article, but it was just a hypothetical that with the running back injuries and the uncertainty that we have with a few guys, it's not that we don't believe in Alexander Madison, but he is banged up right now. Would we possibly want to go after a guy like that? We, we probably can't pay him because we got a bunch of contracts due up. So right. if, if we're, if we trade for him, we'd have to pay him. But I think our GM knows that we probably can't afford him if we're going to have to pay JJ and a few other guys. Well, based so, on the absolute whooping I, I received playing as the Vikings against the Jets when me and Zach just played Madden, I'd say focus on defense if I was the Vikings. But, yeah, they could – I mean, yeah. you know. I what, totally agree. What makes, it, what makes it from, like, the Jaguars or, like, Seattle from picking them up? Because they've got – you know, they've got those – young running backs right now what makes it from them going to snag him the like, fact that, that could they be nice. have a, like, the fact that they have a, a young promising running back for each team and they are early into their contract so they don't have to worry about paying a running back just yet so why would they want to yeah it's yeah. it's team control right now those two guys are team controlled for years yeah, exactly so yeah okay i get that I mean, it's a good it's a good idea. I mean, he would. You said like Seattle, right? Seattle would wouldn't be bad. Yeah. Well, like they, remember they got Kenneth Walker and Zach Charbonnet, so I don't think they need him. But yeah, no, they just yeah. Even though if even Cam, though they would do it, like I guarantee you, if yeah. it was a bargain, they would do it because I mean, Jonathan Taylor's a top five running back in the league. So, well, let's stay in that same division. I know that they have zero cap space to do this, but. Um, You're tell Cam Akers just got into another fight yeah. in practice, so mm-hmm. Los Angeles Rams. Yeah, they don't have the cap space. <laughs> uh, yeah, they have zero yeah. cap space. Yeah. It's, it's hypothetical. They don't have any cap. Yeah. Well, it's something to watch. I am. Uh, I'm. So our draft will be Sunday, and that's before the Tuesday deadline. So I, someone's going to take a chance on him, and then they're going to find out his fate after the fact. So it's either going to be uh, a value or a miss depending on what happens. So, yeah, it's going to be either a huge steal or a huge whiff. Yeah. I, I don't think there's any in between. I think he's going to drop to the late third round. I think people are going to, are going to be scared to draft him. So do you think that the teams like the jets and the Patriots are kind of like, dang, we could have got Jonathan Taylor. Now we could have waited a little bit longer. I don't think so. I don't think so. Cause the Colts say they want a first round pick and no team wants to pay that. That's stupid. So yeah, Jonathan Taylor wasn't well, even a first round pick. So no, he was second round. Wouldn't yeah. He? You don't yeah. think he's worth a first round pick? I don't think any, if you, okay. So like I just said, Jonathan Taylor, the, the star he is was a second round pick. So it proves you do not need a first round pick. Let no first round running backs uh, in like NFL. What is, I mean, Clyde Edwards, Zelaire first round pick, um, I mean, like that's just the the most recent one that comes to mind that I think wasn't a that's a like kind of like a bust to me, you know. Like he was a, on on average, the best NFL players have been in the second and third round. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's more hits in the second and third than there is the first, so you can wait. I mean, we got Dalvin in the second round. Exactly. Ricky Williams. Just kidding. But, DeAndre Swift yeah. was a second round pick, but he's injury DeAndre prone, Swift. so I can't say that. So you know. Um, but yeah. Anyway, so. Anyway, something to watch. I'm excited to see who drafts him and whatnot. Um, I, I, to add to Zach's point, I don't think New England's upset because New England wasn't looking for a guy to take over for Ramondre Stevenson. They were just looking for a guy to keep Ramondre Stevenson fresh. Yeah. Which that's Zeke. That's, they don't, that's, that's smart. That's smart. Yep. Yeah. All right, we got to move on. So last couple points. Corey Davis retires from the NFL. 
Uh, he played six years with the Titans and Jets. I just thought it was kind of newsworthy because that is one other receiver that the Jets are taking away from, you know, targets away from Garrett Wilson. So like it, it, he's out of the way basically is what I'm saying. So I just picked him up in my other dynasty league. I literally saw him sitting on the waiver wire and I'm like, Oh, you know what? He might bounce back this year and today he retires. Why, so why would of... he retire? Was he just done? Like uh, he had not been at jets camp due to a personal matter, but was listed as a starter on the depth chart. Um, but the, I mean, now they got Michael Hardman, Randall Cobb and Alan Lazard alongside Garrett Wilson. So. I, yeah. It's still... I just it's I don't think sad. his heart's in it anymore. Yeah. yeah. And on top of that, I don't know if you guys know this, his brother died a few years ago. Oh yeah, I didn't know and that. And he hasn't really been the same guy since then. I think he's I think he's just I wish him the best, you know. Yep. He was a phenomenal college receiver. Right. He was absolutely also stud in college. Early first round pick and just didn't really live up to it much, you know. So uh all right, last thing that I want to get to is the backup for the 49ers has been announced. It is Sam Darnold, and the 49ers are exploring options for Trey Lance, including a trade. So he could be cut. He could be traded. They could keep him, but he is not even the second quarterback on the depth chart anymore. It is Brock Purdy first and Sam Brock Darnold second. Brock Purdy season. Yep. Let's go. So uh, <laughs> I am also looking forward to seeing where that goes because a team out there that needs a quarterback – could take a chance on him and I, I, I'd like to see what he can do. I don't think it turned out in San Francisco and we'll see what happens. So, yeah. Um, all right, let's get to this draft. So it has been determined that Zach is going to be, so this is 12 team PPR uh, snake draft, and we are not drafting kicker and defense. So we are just going positionals. Um, okay. We have one quarterback, two running back, two wide receivers, a tight end and a flex, and then six bench spots. And Zach is going to be at the one, two spot and Nick at the one seven. And I will follow at the one eight. Uh, so yeah, we're back to back, Nick. So it's gonna be fun. What do you say, boys? Let's, uh, I'm ready. Let's get into it. Let's start it. Let me, it. let me get back into here. Cause I just clicked on it. <laughs> All right. We're starting it now. Here we go. So again, uh, why don't we, the person that's coming up to draft, and then, like, I'll, I'll, you know, say who comes after me, back to me. Just kind of keep the audience up to date on who goes. So, um, okay. So Christian McCaffrey went number one. Yep. Yep. Mm. I, I so, can see that. So I'm going to take Justin Jefferson with my second pick. Nice, man. Great pick. Wow. Great pick. All right, Nick, run it down. I'm oh, uh, a man. shock at number three. A shock at yeah, number three. Quite a bit. Okay. So Zach had Justin Jefferson. Team three went Travis Kelsey. Team four went Tyreek Hill. That sucks. I wanted him. Team five went Jamar Chase. Team six went Austin Eckler. The fact, so I think, dude, the fact that Kelsey went third, I'm, I'm like, that's wild. That's wild. That'll never happen in our league. There's no way. But I gotta with everything going on, and I'm hearing that Cooper Cup's actually starting to get healthy again. Gonna go Cooper Cup at okay. the seven. Great, uh, great pick. I feel like. If there was ever a value in the first round, as long as they stayed healthy, I think it's Cooper, Cooper Cup. He could finish at seven. He could finish as the the wide receiver one, like as long as he stays healthy, a hundred percent. He was outscoring Jefferson by three points per game before he got hurt. Just think about that for a second. Yep. And Jefferson finished number one. Absolutely. All right, with the one eight pick, I'm going to make this pretty simple. I'm going to go B. John Robinson. Uh, I don't think he'll come back to me, and I I think he's going to be volume Great led. Pick. Great uh, Very great pick. That is led by or followed by Patrick Mahomes at nine, 
at the one nine. Saquon Barkley at the one ten. AJ Brown and Stefan Diggs round out the first. Coming back to the second, there's CeeDee Lamb, uh, Devontae Adams, Derrick Henry at the two three. Uh, again, we talked about that last week. I do not think he should go that early. Then Nick Chubb. Uh, I think that Chubb pick is uh, that's a steal at two four. Yeah. All right, now I have a decision to make. Um, do I keep going double running back, or do I grab one of these elite wide receivers? I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, I'm going to kind of treat this like if if I was drafting at the spot, who would I take? I am going to go with Garrett Wilson because. Oh, dang you! Because <laughs> he, uh, the touchdown upside to me, oh man, is higher with him, and I know he's going to get the volume, so I'm going to go Garrett Wilson. Do we have a snipe? Uh, <laughs> I know. No, we don't have a like a sound effect. We need, we need like to a get one. Sound effect. Yeah. I just got sniped. Oh. I was going to take Garrett Wilson. Yeah, I just value him. I think he's a better. Uh, lately, I've been leaning him more than I'm on Ross St. Brown. So. Well, I'm gonna on that note. I think I'm gonna make sure that I got my running back situation taken care of. So I'm gonna go here and take Josh Jacobs. Good pick. Uh, he has been rumored uh, actually i think it was confirmed he will be reporting to camp because i saw that 500k uh being fined that much per game he's missed is not fun so yeah no and he, he wants to make money so he's definitely not going to want to lose out on money exactly all right uh zach run us down who went after nick so nick picked josh jacobs in a minute amonra st brown jonathan taylor Jalen waddle and t higgins okay so i would pick Josh Allen right here, but I don't think I'm going to do that right now. I think I'm going to take the dude, Zeke Elliott, left. I think I'm going to take Tony Pollard right here. Potential to finish RB1. And then round it out, it went Mark Andrews, then Josh Allen. Now it's back to me. So. Okay. So T Higgins in the second round, I feel like that's a little early for him. Maybe kind of, I would go third on him. Yeah. I would have taken, uh, taken him in towards the third round, but yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm higher on Devonte Smith than I am T Higgins and Devonte still on the board here. Hmm. All right. So you got Justin Jefferson, Tony Pollard. Who are you going with now, Zach? I think right now I'm going to pick. He's going to do Dude it. who's going to have a great season I here. Know. Had him last year, Devontae oh. Adams. Okay, okay. Or okay. Devontae Smith, sorry. Devontae Smith, okay. Yep, yep. Great pick, Zach. Thank you. I mean, look at his QB. Look what he finished last yeah, year. Yeah, I mean, Jalen Hurts can't really go wrong there. Okay, after Zach picked Devontae Smith, uh, Jalen Hurts actually was right after him. Chris Olave, mm. DK Metcalf, Ramondre Stevenson, and now me. I uh, just want to put it out there. I think Chris Olave is going to be a steal in the I, third round. I know. I got my eye on him, too, just for anybody listening. Yeah. I think Chris Olave is an absolute uh, value in the third round. Yep. Do I want to go quarterback here? Do I want to lock down my QB? Oh. Hey, really quick piece of news really fast. I was – I just talked to my friend about Corey David because he's kind of a Jets fan, Lions fan, and he uh, he was ta- he listened to a Lions podcast. They're saying that the Lions were interested if he if he like backed out, like yeah, he, yeah, he was gonna so. he they were 
there was a possibility of us of the Lions looking at Corey Davis before he announced he was just stepping away. So yeah. I heard that too. I thought he would have fit right, fit in pretty well yeah. in Detroit because they kept their seventh round pick that they traded to the Jets for Denzel Mims because they they waived him. So they got to keep that pick, and I I was like, oh, I guess we're just gonna try it again with another Mims one. So. Did he end up back on the roster just on IR? No, I I think they were. I don't know if he was back on IR, but they did waive him because of two different injuries. So, yeah. Hmm. All right, what you doing that here? Sucks. What you got? I think I'm gonna go grab my quarterback, and normally I would take Lamar here, but in this situation, I'm gonna go Joe Cool. Wow. Okay. Um. All right, so I have B. John Robinson, Garrett Wilson. I have one prime player, player at each position. I'm um, looking at the board here. You still have players like Najee Harris, Travis Etienne, Lamar Jackson, Jameer Gibbs is tempting here, Brees Hall, Debo Samuel, Calvin Ridley. So we're getting into that that mid-grade zone here. Um, I am still going to go with volume play. Um, man, yeah, there just is not a lot of – this is this is like where the wide receivers kind of dip for me. Yeah. So this is kind of a dead zone for receivers. Yep. So I am gonna stick with running back here. And oh god. This is a little difficult. Okay. No, I'll stick with the, the clear cut number one. Um I think he's gonna have a better season than last year. And I'm gonna stick with Najee Harris. I'm just going to go yep. for it. Go with Valium. Yep. He's going to get a lot of it. Yeah, go with Valium. Absolutely. Knocks you right out. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So after Najee Harris, you had Debo Samuel, Lamar Jackson, Travis Etienne, and Jameer Gibbs rounded out the third. And then you have Brees Hall starting the fourth, Joe Mixon, Calvin Ridley, and Kenneth Walker. And I am back on the clock. This is a better value. I, I didn't want to reach for one of these wide receivers. Uh, I feel a lot better taking them here. Um, however, I also want to get a prime quarterback personally, um, just depends on how the board falls. And I, I think I can wait on receiver. I'm going to take, I'm going to take one of my favorite quarterbacks this year and I'm going to go Justin Fields. Good pick. The running upside is, is just Man. too good. So I'm looking at Keenan and I know, I know. I was. He's looking pretty good. He, he would have been my pick <laughs> if I didn't go quarterback. So, you know, he is in. He is. He is. He's so he good. is. What's Thanos say? I'm inevitable. I, yeah, <laughs> that's what I sent uh, to the chat after I whooped Zach the first game of Madden. I'm. I'm uh, oh, that's funny. Yeah, I, I can't. I, I can't pass on Keenan Allen. The volume is just yeah incredible. The, for that, that offense, is I can't look pass great, on him. So. All right, so after Nick Pickney now, it went George Kittle, Damian Pierce, TJ Hawkinson, DJ Moore. Okay. Now I think I'm going <coughs> to – excuse me. I think I'm going to pick up my QB. Mm-hmm. got to pick my your, boy. You got your Justin Herbert. <laughs> come on, dude. Come Ooh. on, man. It just falls to me every time. Just I mean, every time. It. Every time. <laughs> so after I picked Justin Herbert, it went Aaron Jones, DeAndre Hopkins. Okay. Interesting. D-Hop to start the fifth. Yeah, okay. That's about right. Okay, so right here. I think I'm going to go with, uh, ooh, Alexander Madison's right there. Not going to pick him, but that's interesting to see. Um, you got Miles Sanders still, Drake London, J.K. Dobbins. Yeah, Jerry I think Judy. I'm going to, I 
think I'm going to pick up another running back right here. I think I'm going to take Nick's guy, Miles Sanders, right mm, here. Phenomenal pick. Just Absolutely because phenomenal. new team, Bryce Young's a rookie, probably going to be handing the ball off a little bit more. They got a fantastic offensive line. I mean, did you see what Deontay Foreman did last year for him? Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Miles Sanders is an upgrade from Foreman. He basically just treated the Lions as a, as a doormat. It was. <laughs> he, he, I mean, he was going. They weren't even touching him when he was going through the line. No. <laughs> okay, after Zach picked Miles Sanders, Scary Terry McLaurin, Alvin Kamara, Alexander Madison, and Amari Cooper, who I had my eye on. Mm. I was hoping he would make it back to me. Yep. I think I'm going to trust Russ to cook a little bit more than he did last year and go Jerry Judy here. All right, Jerry Judy at the 5-7. All right, so at the 5-8, I'm sitting on two running backs, Garrett Wilson and Justin Fields. I think here is where I take another wide receiver, and I'm going to take the prime. Oh, actually, do I go stack Atlanta? Do I do, I do one of each? That's tough. I mean, I, I am okay with it if it's two different positions, like running back, receiver, quarterback, like – I don't do obviously two wide receivers with the same bye week. Yeah. I'm just I try to do I'm not super high on like if I don't go wide receiver here, I was gonna maybe go another running back, but I'm not super high on JK Dobbins. And then there's Christian Watson sitting there and I know he's primed for a big season, but Romeo Dobbs is making noise too. But I mean, other than Drake London, who do the Falcons have? Like on you know, for receiving. Cal Pitts. Uh, well, yeah, I guess, but I mean, we know how I feel about that. So. Oh, I like him. Um, okay, you know what? I'm actually gonna play a little bit different. I'm gonna play the "I don't think they'll make it back to me if I don't take them" method, and I'm just gonna pick Darren Waller here because Solid. he is like legitimately the best receiving option that they have uh, right now. And okay, so after that, Drake London went right after J.K. Dobbins, Trevor Lawrence, and DeAndre Swift to end the fifth round. Christian Watson, Chris Godwin, Dallas Goddard, and Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook, right before me. Yep, oh, that's that hurts. I'm not gonna lie. Um, okay, so now that I got pretty much all of my onesie positions done, which is the tight end and quarterback, now I can focus on wide receiver, and I'm gonna take. Don't do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to take oh. a guy that has been there year after year, finished top 15 for like five years in a row. I'm going to go Tyler Lockett. You. I'm going to take Tyler Lockett. I was looking at him. He, he is he is consistent. Uh, t- so other podcasts, other shows have made a good point, and I thought this was really cool real quick. Tyler Lockett is a master of not taking a hit, which is why he's been good for so long. If he gets the ball, yeah, he he dives. He either dives to the he ground down. or goes out of bounds. He does not take hits. He avoids hits at all costs, which is great because that is for longevity. So I'm I'm not shy about taking him even though he's a little older. I think he'll be just fine in that offense again. So yeah. And then Jackson Smith and Jigba has a has like a finger injury or something, broken bone in his hand uh, or wrist. So he Tyler Lockett's still going to be heavily relied upon. So, quick question: Do you think Tyler Lockett's going to finish as the best fantasy receiver in that offense this year? No, I still think DK will, but it it's not going to be like a huge gap. Personally, you know, I I just I think DK is a great receiver. I just don't think he has the best hands. I don't think he's as sure-handed as Smith and Jigba and Tyler Lockett. Well, 
yeah, he's. I mean, he's a giant robot to me. Um, the DK is. Tyler, he just runs in a straight line. I mean, <laughs> I mean, he's just a he's a physical beast, but like I, he'll get, you know, more points. I just think Tyler Lockett is like the, the heavier, more he consistent volume guy. DK's not like, he's fast, but he's not like quick off the jump. He's not very good at route running. He's a great player, but yeah. I, I still am thinking Tyler Lockett because I think it'll take Smith and Jigba a minute to figure it out. Yep. Now, where do I go here? So run down your team again. You got Cooper Cup, Josh Jacobs, Joe Cool, Joe Burrow, Keenan Allen, and Jerry Judy. I, I definitely think I want another running back here, but I'm not really digging Akers or Connor right here. I think. Man, I would a hundred. I'd be taking James Conner right here if I was your team. I'm not lying. I I literally would. Just just based on the the touches he's going to get, I think I do have to go James Conner here. Yeah, I just I personally, it's a smart play because he's he's a pretty good value to me. I like I he's, said, he's going to get touches and stuff like that. So he's far and away the RB one in that offense. Mm-hmm. So after James Conner, Brandon Ayuk, Kyle Pitts, Pacheco, and Acres. Now yeah. I'm not high on. Not high on James Conner. This is just like I'm a, not the either, drop off. For he's going to get a lot right of touches. Here. This this running back drop off is heavy right now. So it, yeah, after Pacheco and Acres, it really starts to. So, Michael Pittman, not high yes. on Michael Pittman. Yes. Do not want Michael Pittman. <laughs> I was going to take him instead of Lockett, but I I was like, no, I'm taking consistency more. So, Geno's right now better. Now I'm going to take a dude that do it could surprise us and finish very high yes i'm gonna take george pickens right here oh okay that's not who Ooh. i thought you were going nice oh i thought you were i thought you were going mike williams i thought he was going christian kirk so i mean just putting it out there but yeah okay i can see that i like the i like the pickens pick man i'm super high on him yeah. i really like george pickens so after that it rounded about to marquise brown and christian kirk now i'm gonna now i need a tight end but i think i'm gonna wait for a second I think I'm going to wait for a second on tight ends. Right here, I'm going to take a running back. I'm going to take the dude who just came off an injury. Could be balling out. We didn't really get to see him. He showed flashes of greatness. I'm going to take Javante Williams right here. Nice. He's going to be heavily involved, for sure. Yes. I like Javante. After that was Rashad White and three quarterbacks. Dak Prescott, Deshaun Watson, Tua Tagovailoa. Look at that. Michael Pittman's still there for you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I'm, I think I'm going to go. No. So, I mean, no, I don't like wide receivers that have the same buy. Well, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I get that part at, I would also say like bye weeks. You also got to remember that's only one week of your season. I would take talent too. Like you got to make sure you're getting talent. In that case, yeah. I normally do focus heavily on bye weeks, but I, I can't. It is the seventh round, and I cannot pass on this guy. Mike Evans. Okay. So yep. another. That's consistency. Like a, it's like Tyler Lockett. It's like, yeah, it's consistency. So. A thousand yards every season. Yep. All right. So this is exactly what I thought would happen uh, because we talked about it last week with Jameer Gibbs. David Montgomery is staring me right in the face. Uh, this is the middle to late seventh round. 
You know he's going to get touchdowns. You know he's going to get volume. It's going to be a split backfield. I'd be stupid not to take him right here personally, so I'm going to take David Montgomery. Followed by Michael Pittman, Mike Williams, who I thought you might take, Evan Ingram. Yeah, I was close. Jackson Smith and Jigba ends out the seventh. And then Deontay Johnson, Brandon Cooks, Zay Flowers, and James Cook start the eighth round. All right, so really at this point in my draft, I've got all my positions filled up. Now I'm, now I'm really focused on bench and, and just kind of getting my roster where it needs to be. There's a receiver that I think could make a pretty big leap this year. The only question mark is quarterback. Um, and that would be Jahan Dotson. I don't particularly think I would take him over. Oh, yeah, actually I would. I would probably take him over Jordan Addison right now. Ooh. But I, I know oh, that man. The, I know the offense, I know the quarterback for Minnesota is better than Sam Howell you know, track record. We haven't really seen Sam Howell do it for a season, but I'm going to take consistent, but I'm going to take the player that I am not, I'm not, I'm not going to stay scared here. I'm going to do it. I'm going to take Jahan Dotson. I think he's super talented and scored a lot of touchdowns last year. I think he'll do the same this year. Man. I know you wanted, you're going to pick your boy. Just admit it. I, do I don't think I can because I, <laughs> I, I that would leave me with five receivers. I need help in other other positions. I think I may have to pass on Addison here and get a tight end that I don't have any shares of, and I definitely want all the shares I possibly can of this guy because I think mm-hmm. he's underrated and going to mm-hmm. have a phenomenal season. You know who I'm talking about? Nope, I don't. <laughs> David Njoku. Okay. That's how I was going to pick. Ah. Uh... You love That's him. how I was going to pick. David Njoku, Jordan yeah. Addison, A.J. Dillon, Traylon Burks, Quentin Johnston went. So right here. Uh, so who? So let's let's see who's available here. What What's it looking like? What's the best players available? Pat Fryermuth, Kadarius Toney, Antonio Gibson, Michael Thomas, Brian Robinson, Aaron Rodgers, Gabe Davis, Juju. Okay. Then to name a few. Comes Kirk, yeah, Anthony Richardson. Um, right here. I think I'm gonna take my tight end. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Pat Firemoose right here. Mm-hmm. He's gonna get. He's gonna get targets. Yep. yep. Yeah. After that, Kadarius Tony, Antonio Gibson, Ooh. and then right here, I like Michael Thomas. I do. I I, I do. Mm-hmm. Right but. here. But. <laughs> Wait, I think wait, right hang, here. Hang on, I got you. Don't even worry about it. Who are you taking? I think I'm going to take Gabe Davis. All right, that's a good pick. That's a good one. Yep. I clicked on I'm it. It says sh- suspense sound, so I was like, oh, what's it going to sound like? <laughs> I was waiting for like... Dun, dun, dun. I get that Michael Thomas, you know, but he's been injured. He's been Gabe Davis has always been there. He's a nice safety blanket for Josh Allen when Stephon Diggs isn't open. Yep. He'll have like two or three really big games, and then the yeah, rest of the time it's kind of hit or miss. The rest of the time he'll give you a five, yeah. eight, seven. But those two big games. <laughs> yeah, they're Those big. two big games. They're big. big. The two big games is usually when he's on my bench. I know. I keep We keep saying that. <laughs> I, I sat him last year against the Patriots, and what did he do? He blew. Oh, no. Steel, it was either the Steelers. Steelers. It was the Steelers. He had two touchdowns. Off, dude. Yeah. Yep. It was horrible. 
You know I wanted to pick Odell Beckham, but nah, I, I can't. I can't. I know. If I wouldn't have taken, well, after Zach picked Gabe Davis, it was Michael Thomas, Jamal Williams, who I was going to pick with my next pick, Aaron Rodgers, and Juju. If I didn't already have my tight end, I would definitely be going Dalton Schultz here. Mm. Hey, Aaron Rodgers this late in the ninth round is of absolute value to me. I think people are just remembering what he did in Green Bay. That Jets team with their defense is going to it's gonna be on offense a lot. I think they're going to have plenty yeah. of opportunities to score the ball. That defense is going to get off the field fast because they're a very good defense. Oh, absolutely. So. That team just flies. They got speed on defense everywhere. I could see Aaron Rodgers having 30-plus touchdowns this year. I, I don't know about the interceptions. I know he hates throwing them, but, I mean, they're going to have enough opportunity to score for sure. Well, do you take I your think... do you take your backup boy here? Do you take the the AR? No. All right. No, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna go with Joe Burrow's got that uh, that knee thing going on. Or no, his calf, right? His calf. Yeah, something. Yeah, he said he'd be ready for with... week one, but yeah. I'm going to go with consistency as a backup and got to get my guy, Kirk. Oh, my God. All right. I don't blame you. I know you're a Vikings yeah. fan. It's okay. Hey, man, look, he was top 10 two years in a row. Yeah. Yeah. He's consistent. Yep. I don't blame you. Can't you. hate him. Nope, you can't. All right. So looking at the board, you got Brian Robinson. That's an RB1 as far as depth chart not finishing but he is the he is the running back one for that team antonio gibson uh would have been a really nice pick in this round if he fell to me because they are also starting to use him in the past game uh i think that eric Bieniemy offense is gonna you're gonna see i think you're gonna see antonio gibson be used a lot like daryl daryl williams that they used to have um which he was pretty good when he was healthy and stuff that was like around their first super bowl run um, you got Odell Beckham still there. Rashad Penny. I don't really like the Philadelphia backfield, so I'm not going there. You got Khalil Herbert, Zach Charbonnet. Um, yeah. So, I mean, there's, there's just some options around here, you know, nothing too crazy. I, I think that, uh, my personal opinion, I think Charbonnet is just going to have a sneaky good season because it, like Pete Carroll's not just going to use just Kenneth Walker. Charbonnet is going to get a ton of work. Yeah. Well, what I need here is if I had to plug somebody in, am I going to plug them in knowing that they're going to get, that they're going to get volume? Like, you know, they're a starter or am I going to plug them in and hope that their person in front of them gets hurt? That's why I'm not taking Charbonnet right here. He's still a backup, but I am going to yeah. take someone who is an, is a one and we don't know what they've done recently because they haven't played, but I'm going to take that chance and I'm going to take Odell Beckham here. Followed by Zach Charbonnet, Brian Robinson, Dalton Schultz, and Cole Komet to end out the ninth. To start the tenth, you had Anthony Richardson, Rashad Penny, Khalil Herbert, and Samaj P. Ryan. So a lot of the the running backs. Now again, if you went wide receiver heavy, and then you got your tight end quarterback out of the way, these running backs this late, I mean, could you hit? Maybe, but it would be you'd be extremely I hope lucky. So. You'd be extremely could- lucky to be honest. I only have two on my roster, so I need, yeah. I need to hope they hit. So a lot, a lot of them just went. So uh, 
All right. So then my next pick, I am going to stick with a starter opposite side of Amari Cooper. And I'm going to go Elijah Moore. They cannot talk and they can't say enough good things about him in camp. So I'm sticking with Elijah Moore. Hmm. I know this is where this is, this is when our draft Sunday is going to slow way down because of all these options. You're just kind of, you just kind of throw names out there that you hope stick. There is a name out there that I see that is a touchdown machine. Not really anything else, but could get you some touchdowns. I'm going to let you figure it out or see where you go. I got to go running back here. Yeah. Who's your, who, yeah. You got James Conner and Josh Jacobs. That's it. Yeah. You definitely. Well, I was him. looking at McKinnon because he, I mean, he came out of nowhere and had just a, it was a far cry from the Vikings when he did next to nothing. Mm. I don't know if a lot of people know that McKinnon was a Viking. I know it. Yeah. He was back in the day. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, he didn't do much. I know that. Yeah, I know. Can I tell you who I, I can I tell you who I would take here? I is it Zeke? Yes, because I was gonna say because Zeke is going to he's gonna be the goal line back. He's gonna punch it into the end zone constantly. Correct. And you're right. I can't I can't argue with that. I'm going Zeke. Good Elliott. pick. Very good pick. After Zeke. Uh, Cortland Sutton. Sutton. There you go. Dalton Kincaid, Al Nazard, and Geno Smith. Hmm. Man, Zach, I, I forgot pick... you were here, buddy. Good thing you're up to. <laughs> I, I was gonna pick Lazard. Okay. Uh, I was gonna pick Lazard. That's a good pick this late. I think he'll be all right. There's a guy on the board currently that I think will be two guys actually that I think will be more so security blankets for their quarterbacks. Oh, Adam, I say. you mean Adam I Thielen think and, uh... <laughs> so. Yeah, well, Adam Thielen, obviously, yeah. Right. But the other one, I want to see if Zach knows who I'm talking about for the other one. So I yeah. think right here I'm going to pick – I think I'm going to pick Sky Moore right here. That's the other guy I was talking about. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is throwing to him. What more can you say? It's going to be kind of a – like, Kadarius Tony's going to be the guy that just – he's a gadget player. But Sky Moore, I think, is going to be that consistent guy that Patrick Mahomes goes back to again and again and again this year, other than Kelsey, obviously. But I think Sky Moore can be that wide receiver that Kansas City's looking for. Then after that, it was a chain and McKinnon, and now it's back to me. Now, I was going to take a shot right here. It's going to take a shot. Just J-Mo, huh? No, it doesn't mean J-Mo. It's not J-Mo? It's no. Because there's, there's Thielen, there's J-Mo, there's O'Connor. I think I'm going to pick Bateman. up, let's just say. Now, it, it's it's a reach, but I think I have to take the risk just in case he starts balling out. Uh-huh. I think I'm going to take Bryce Young right here. Okay. Oh. Get my little backup. I thought you were going to go golf as your backup. No. I'm going to take a shot on a young boy. Nothing wrong with that. Right after him, his potential wide receiver one, Adam Thielen, Jamison Williams, Rashad Bateman, and Chigozium Okonkwo, or Chig, Chig Okonkwo. Yeah, J-Mo in the 11th round when you're not going to get him until week seven, and that's if he comes back and blows it up, which I 
don't see that's a that's still uh a little reach for me i'm a huge fan of that sky Moore pick though oh, i yeah. really really like that yeah i thought he was gonna choose rashad bateman <clears throat> to be honest that's what i thought i thought, I thought that was who you were talking about with that second security blanket because bateman is pretty good so i i might i look at it as like yeah there's kelsey and you got um pacheco and then you got um What's his face? Uh, Tony. Kadarius Tony. He's out there just running around, you know. Yeah. But <laughs> I think the actual receiver, the consistent receiver in that offense is going to be Sky Moore this year. Yeah. He had a touchdown in the Super Bowl. It was his only touchdown for the whole year. I know. But that's some momentum going into this coming season. Oh, yeah. All right. What do you got? So you got three running backs and you have four receivers, two quarterbacks, a tight end. So, I mean, yeah, it's really just whatever you want at this point. It's yeah at this point, and I think I'm gonna go with some more running back security on a guy that again gonna get a goal a lot of goal line touches. Dame Harris. Okay, so I, I sometimes it just it just depends on how the the board falls. Sometimes I don't take a backup quarterback. It just depends, right? Um, yeah, you know, it just depends on who's out there, and right. if there's a lot of talent, you don't want to exactly. Wasted on a guy that's not going to play a lot. Fields is my QB one. And there's a player that I have never taken and will never take, but it's a mock draft. So I feel like I could oh, take him. In a here mock. we go. He's taking him. He's taking him. I'm going to take vanilla Vic, Daniel Jones here. Daniel. Jo- oh, Yikes. he did it. I take a picture. Listen, everybody <laughs> only in a mock draft. <laughs> Daniel Jones. You <laughs> son of a, yeah. Um, it's just his running upside this late would be too hard for me to pass up if I needed a backup, but golf would have been my other pick who it is weird seeing him on your team. Uh, you will never see it again unless it's a mock. So, all right, take a picture, everybody. Uh, hopefully chase is a giants fan. Anyway. Uh, so Jared Goff went next Tyler Higby, Jacoby Myers and Russell Wilson, uh, and the 11th round. And then the 12th round is Elijah Mitchell, Tyler Algier, what's that guy's name Rashid Rice Rashid Rashid Rice Rice, and Tyler Boyd back to my pick all right so the player that I was hoping fell back to me did uh I am taking so obviously like nothing supports this just yet but the rapport with the quarterback is too good and he's been blowing it up in camp I don't need a receiver but I'm gonna take one here and I'm gonna take Romeo Dobbs I was gonna Mm -hmm. pick him Romeo Dobbs is my Dang. he's i'm doing i'm falling in love with him he's my late late round sleeper pick for this year i think he's going to be really good so sorry Z. man <laughs> i'm gonna <laughs> leave now <laughs> these are our last two this is the last two picks you guys are gonna have here so i think i'm gonna go with DJ Moore sidekick. Yep. Gonna go Darnell Mooney. That's who my other pick would have been if I didn't go Dobbs. I was gonna go Dobbs. So after Mooney, yeah. it was uh, Derek Carr. Uh, not really, you know. Jalen Hyatt, <laughs> uh, Bigsby, and Dolch, Greg Dolch, Dolchich. Yeah. And then now it's back to me. I don't need don't need a tight end. I'm not even gonna look at it. Sam Laporta. There's Raheem Mostert, David Singletary, Devin Singletary, Dawson Knox. I think right here, I'm gonna take Deontay Foreman. Okay. 
Late for late, you know. Right. We saw what he did last year. He's on Chicago now. New team. He's right. Right now, he's technically the RB one. That team's lo- that team loves to rush. So no offensive line. <laughs> yeah, and then right, the, quarter, team the quarterback that, is basically the RB one. For a team that has no offensive line, they sure do love running the ball. And after mm-hmm. that, went Sam Laporta, uh, and then Singletary. Singletary. Yeah. Yep. Hey, and Laporta now, is going to be the tight end one. Just saying, he is over. Uh, yes. What's his name? Brock Wright. He's Brock he was Wright, drafted yeah. to be the tight end one. He already plays with the ones it's all the time in practice. He is the guy. He is the tight end one. So that him this late would be another sleeper pick for me. So so right here I'm debating between two people, but I think I've made up my mind just based on the QB. I'm gonna take Zay Jones right here. Okay. I was gonna pick Nico Collins, but rookie QB Trevor Lawrence is more developed. Got to go with that guy. Yeah. After Zach got Zay Jones, it was Raheem Mostert, Kyler Murray, who's going to be stashed on IR and could be a huge steal this late yeah. in the 13th. That's insane. Jalen Warren and Kendra Miller. Take Jordan Last Love. Pick. Last pick of your draft here. Let's see. Kenny Pickett's still there. CJ Stroud's down there. You guys already have two QBs, yeah, though. Yeah I, got, yeah, I got my two. Yeah, what's QBs. a third? I'm good. What's a third, though? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Screw it. <laughs> Let's just go all the way down and take Davis Mills. Yeah. Um, Cream Hunt's still there. Points. Yeah, so, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. yeah Cream Hunt is. without a team. Yeah, hey, what's going on with your Vikings not signing your boy Cream Hunt? I really don't know. There, I feel like there's more going on to that story. Maybe he wants more money. Maybe he, the workout didn't go well. There wasn't really much information on why it. Can't you get, why can't you go to your favorite contact in your iPhone, uh, your boy Quazy over there, and tell him to just pull the trigger on it? Because, I don't know. I, I really, sometimes I think he makes some weird decisions, and then I'm like, and then in the end, like I thought the Patrick Peterson deal was kind of dumb, but he actually turned out to be one of our better defensive backs. Yeah. So like every time I think it's a dumb move, I'm like, oh, well, maybe he may, that's why he's the GM and I'm not. Right. You know? <laughs> well, yeah, I can't say we have uh, questions about dumb moves with ours. We got Brad, Brad the villain Holmes. So, you know. I think Quazy's okay. He's, I just I need to see more from him. I need to see him be more active in free agency. He's been great for us, man. He traded us uh, to let us get JMO. I mean, so far that we don't know if that turned out. But then he also helped us yeah. with the TJ Hawkinson trade. So, well, you guys can keep JMO. I mean, he is definitely eating up that roster spot. Yeah, having one catch. He has the. He needs to show the second half of this year what what he's made of. So, we'll see. We will see. We will find out. But I am gonna go down. No, it's too far of a reach, dude. I already know he actually. I already know it. I don't think. I don't think it's that far of a reach. Do it. I think he's Mister Clutch. Uh-oh. I don't think it's that far of a reach oh, at all. No. I'm going KJ Osborne. Cordero. Oh, I knew, it. I knew yeah. you were taking KJ I'm going Osborne. KJ. I knew it. Cordero. Right. So this no, is no man. He ain't gonna play. This is the last pick uh, of the three of us. I. Man, how many running backs do I have? Three? Yeah, I have three. Okay, so that's not great. So, as Deuce you can Vaughn. see, 
Why? Do, hey, let me get to yeah. it. Let me get to it. So all five foot, all five foot three. Of back me. the backup to Tony Pollard has looked really good. Now he's really short. He's a little guy. He's a little guy, but he they love him. Uh, screw it. I'm taking Deuce Vaughn, man. Deuce Vaughn. You never know. The boy Deuce Vaughn had a, fun, a phenomenal week one in preseason. Yep. Nico Collins. Okay. Uh, Nico Collins is going to be a that that could be a really good pick. So after Deuce Vaughn to end out the 13th round, Gerald Everett, Rondale Moore, Nico Collins, and Dawson Knox. So, um, yeah. All right. Well, let's go over our teams. Uh, I'll just run mine down first. So my running backs are Bijan Robinson, Najee Harris, David Montgomery, and Deuce Vaughn. So I'm a little weak there uh, on the, the back end of that, but I don't care. Wide receivers are Garrett Wilson, Tyler Lockett, Jahan Dotson, Odell Beckham, Elijah Moore, and Romeo Dobbs. Quarterbacks are Justin Fields and Daniel Jones. Can't even say Daniel that out Jones. loud. Can't even believe it. Daniel Jones. And tight end would be Darren Waller. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm pretty... I'm pretty stoked about it. Go ahead, Nick, with yours. I love the fact that you got Daniel Jones, man. Yeah. Well. A man that you got on and said, I never drafted him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. I got Cooper Cup in the first, Josh Jacobs in the second, Joe Burrow in the third, Keenan Allen, followed by Jerry Judy, then James Conner, and Mike Evans, then David Njoku is my tight end. My backup quarterback is Kirk Cousins. Two more running backs. I got Zeke and Damian Harris, both who I think can get a lot of goal line touches, a lot of goal line work, and touchdowns do matter. And then to round it out, I got Darnell Mooney and KJ Osborne. All right. So solid. I think I think there was a few few moves I could have done better, but overall I think I did pretty solid. My right. team. Uh first round, Justin Jefferson. Second round, Tony Pollard. Third round, Devontae Smith. Fourth round, Justin Herbert. Fifth, Miles Sanders. Sixth, George Pickens. Seventh, Javante Williams. Eighth, Pat Fryermuth. Ninth, Gabe Davis. Tenth, Sky Moore. Eleven, Bryce Young. Twelve, Deontay Foreman. Thirteen, Zay Jones. Okay. Feel like I kind of got a young team over here. (laughs) Yeah, that's okay. Uh, as long as everyone votes for me, that's fine. I don't care. Just kidding. Uh, so yeah, I think, uh, what was, what do you think each of your guys' teams, like, what's your favorite pick out of all of them? Like a player you didn't think would fall to you or are you just happy you got him in general? I'm happy I got Gabe Davis in the ninth. Yeah. I think that's a really good pick for sure. Like you got him after players like Quint, Quentin Johnson and Kadarius Tony, like, Gabe Davis is gonna get targets and like quality targets from Josh Allen. So yeah, I think that's really good. What about you, Nick? I'm gonna go with uh, getting Mike Evans in the seventh. He's had a thousand yards every season, and I really right now don't see any reason why that should change. Even like regardless of who the quarterback is, I mean, look what Devontae did with Derek Carr instead of last year. There's no reason to think that Mike Evans will drop off. Okay, I really, I just don't see it. Yeah, Baker Mayfield's the QB one, so uh, we'll see. But he is—he wants to break Jerry Rice's record for cons- uh, consecutive thousand-yard seasons. So I don't see why he wouldn't do it. Yep. Um, my favorite pick is literally directly right after yours is David Montgomery in the seventh. Uh, I think that so Lions running backs last year accounted for the most fantasy points at the position last year among every team. So I want a part of that backfield if possible. 
and I got literally a great player uh, in the end of the seventh round. I think that was a really good pick for me, so I'm happy I got him. But all right, well that's gonna do it for the mock draft, guys. Good job. All right, so we I like the uh, if we can do favorite pick on everybody else's team, can we uh, Justin Jefferson, Zach? I love that pick. Oh, thanks, oh yeah, of course. Huh? I think Justin, Justin Jefferson's <laughs> the best. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't say. Uh, it's pretty obvious. Yeah. Um. So Christian McCaffrey going first. I I still could see that happening on Sunday, but it just depends on where Daniel. I don't so see he, that do you happening. Really think he's going Christian McCaffrey number one? I don't know. I, 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 it's hard to tell. See that it's hard happening. to tell. You never know. You, I feel like you have to take Justin Jefferson you, first. If you, it just depends on how you want to draft. I mean, I think the, Daniel. I'm not calling you crazy, but I think you're crazy if you're not taking JJ number one. So look at how Team One drafted though: running back first, tight end second, quarterback third. They didn't even take a wide receiver till the fifth round. Like, see that to me is absurd. It's a PPR league. That's I don't even happen. like the so. DeAndre Hopkins is your best receiver. I'm sorry, I'm not okay with. I that. don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that receiving core at all. I do not like any part of <laughs> that. I like Christian Kirk. I like Tony. I don't I like Marquise Brown that high. I think that Christian Kirk should have been higher than Marquise Brown. I right? if you just look at where they like, don't look at where they went. It's like the Lions draft, right? Listen, DeAndre Hopkins is still a really good receiver. Marquise Brown. Is Hollywood Brown, so if Kyler comes back, that's a really good pick. And then Christian Kirk is, is Christian Kirk is consistent. So I do like that. I just don't I know mean, if I would have waited that long though. That's, I don't know if I fully believe in Tannehill anymore, man. That man's just continuing to get worse. Like instead of Mark Andrews, he could have had team one could have had Chris Olave or DK Metcalf or Devontae Smith. Like Exactly. You know. I would feel a whole lot better going into the season having instead of taking Mark Andrews that early and waiting and getting a Dalton Schultz, why not take a Chris Olave or a, a Devonte Smith or somebody in the second round? Like I, yeah, I just, I team one would scare me if I was starting the season as team one, it would scare the heck out of me. Yeah. Well, you never know. I guess we're going to find out Sunday night. <laughs> so, um, all right. Well, Hey, thanks for everybody listening. Um, again, hopefully this helped you just a good idea idea to do some mock drafts especially with people you know so you can get an idea of maybe what people are thinking or just get different perspectives on uh who should go where and, and why so um all right ask any last minute things before we head out guys nope i'm good okay things good i don't know if it was covered but did you guys see that uh stefan diggs was talking about possibly leaving buffalo they so yeah Stephen a smith came out and said that his sources are saying that Stefan Diggs wants out and then Stefan Diggs like tweeted or X whatever you want to call it that yeah. he he wants to be in Buffalo or like to, to nip that you know what in the butt and stuff like that so I don't know okay so Stephen A's pretty much just talking out of his I don't think he is that's again. I think someone's lying I don't think it's Stephen A. Smith <laughs> so I don't know I don't, so Stephen A. Smith his source is lying I, to him then. <laughs> I don't I don't like that I don't know I just don't like it for fantasy because then you know what you know like what if there's truth to what it. if there's truth to it and he wants to cause a scene down the line you know like during the playoffs our fantasy playoffs like what if stefan Diggs has a falling out like that's not going to be good that's so. and exactly because last year do you remember them on the sideline stefan Diggs was screaming at josh allen yeah screaming at him so i 
And then with this news this year, it's just it, it's something to keep your eye on. Yeah. If you're drafting Stephon Diggs, it's definitely something to keep your eye on. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. Well, I, yeah, I think that's going to do it. Hey, thanks again for everybody listening. Uh, we will have an episode after our draft. Uh, I don't know how long it'll be, but I would like to go over our teams, just kind of tell you like what kind of surprises happened because there are going to be drafts the following weekend, uh, September 3rd and 4th. Ours is being drafted, uh, basically week three of the preseason, just on the Sunday. So there's only one game Sunday. So by then everyone's pretty much played. Um, but I would like to kind of give you an insight as to how it went. Cause like I said, in-person drafts are different. I think it'll be fun to go over. So, um, but yeah. All right, guys, thank you so much and have a great day.